From his Central Texas Command Center, deep behind enemy lines, the information war continues. It's Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. Well, Alan Watt is one of the most well-read researchers who has a deep understanding of the globalist master plan of anybody I've ever talked to, because I've done exhaustive, ongoing, deep research, and Alan's one of the few people that I can actually uh, routinely learn something from, and, and we always have great banner back and forth uh, as we basically integrate our information together. He's with us for the rest of the hour. There's so many world news issues, so many things happening. I know we've got callers holding. I will get to you with Alan, those that are holding at least. If I go through those calls, I'll, I'll give the number out again for other folks to join us. Like here's the number, 800-259-9231. But we have all of these you know, incredible economic implosions that have been designed. I made Obama deception more than two years ago, broke down everything Obama would do, and it's as if it was prophecy. It's not. We understand the blueprint. We understand who these puppets are. Uh, Fall of the Republic, uh, part two, year and a half ago. Alan Watts in that. Uh, incredible. Breaks it down in even more detail. It's really the Obama deception part two, but it's called Fall of the Republic. Uh, those are DVDs, by the way, available at InfoWars.com. You may know all about this information, but your friends and family don't. They're ready to hear the truth. More and more of them are. Now is the time to give them the truth. The fact that my show has gone from being off and on between 50 and 100 affiliates over the years, it moves back and forth, the stations are bought and sold and things, to now gaining three affiliates, big, large stations in large cities, the larger media groups, not the big giant clear channel, but others below that, the next tier down, are putting me on the air, is because they realize their children have no future. I've talked to some of these program directors. I've talked to some of these station owners and network owners. They now know we were right about this. They now know the world government is real. I mean, here I am on the cover of Talkers Magazine in March, keynote speaker this year, Limbaugh, Sean Hannity, folks like that are going to be there. They say fastest growing radio show in the country, rewriting the media paradigm. Now, my point is, is not to brag about my success. It's to point out the truth is starting to really get some purchase. Uh, you know, purchase, when you're climbing up a mountain, you're starting to really get some toeholds, some 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 finger holes, be able to really get out of this ditch we're in. I know the globalists are not invincible, but they are impregnable and invincible if you will not research the facts and face the full horror of these eugenics madman and their master plan. You are handicapped. I am handicapped mentally by not facing just how wicked they are. Now, I've covered a lot of news today, but I want to bring up to Alan Watt first, and we'll get into some of the more contemporary news with him. Uh, press releases by CERN, where they admit they created a quark gluon plasma, uh, a particle of it by the speed of light accelerating lead together, which in their own calculations they admit could destroy the planet Earth, but they still did it, and are preparing to do thousands more tests. They did create it. A, uh, it, 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 it weighs... A, a centimeter uh, sugar cube size would weigh 40 billion tons, or many times more than the heart of a sun. It's close to black hole mass level. 
Uh, they go on uh, to describe uh, the unique material is 100,000 times hotter than the sun and denser than any known object other than a black hole. Now, before they started doing these tests, top physicists came out and said this thing could sink to the center of the Earth, then start pulling mass in, might grow for a year, 20 years, they don't know, depending on its size, and then suddenly you wouldn't know anything until it went to its next division and uh, it its next level of mass, and the whole planet would be imploded, just like in the last Star Trek movie that came out a year ago. They're throwing this in your face, and while Alan's talking, uh, we'll show that uh, you know, clip of the planet being imploded behind us. They're coming out with open-air genetically engineered species. They've got this new super E. coli uh, that is a super mutation uh, and uh, highly infectious and toxic and resistant to antibiotics. Meanwhile, we have now many years in Europe and the U.S. of live viruses being sprayed on the E. coli, on the rotten meat they feed us, so they can still feed it to us. Top scientists said it's a live vaccine. It will give rise to super mutations of E. coli. We drink E. coli feces in the aspartame, a chemical weapon. If you don't believe me, folks, just search manufacturing process aspartame. I mean, I could go on for hours of how the globalists are pell-mell trying to destroy the creation, claiming they're trying to protect it, writing countless volumes about how they believe they're going to merge with machines and become God. They may have all the power, issue all the currency, but they're power-mad like Caligula and are probably going to destroy the earth. Uh, Alan Watt, what are we facing? Why are they attempting uh, to, to one-up each other on who can destroy the planet? It's difficult to know, Alex, if it's if they're really planning um, to do this kind of thing, or are they telling us they have this technology to terrify us even more into a state of uh, abject terror? Because we're in the age, member of terror creation, and this is part of terror creation as well. And uh, no doubt they have all of this technology and probably had it for an awful long time. Whenever they discuss uh, to the public by via the media that they're working on something, uh, it's generally obsolete long ago. They've had it for many, many, many years. So I think part of it really is to, to add to the tension and the fearfulness in society in general. Because with most people you understand who don't follow the real news, uh, they follow the, the standard news, uh, they do believe what they're told and, and that fear acts upon them. And they turn to government to help them and look after them like children. And that's the intention of fear creation. And I really think this is part of it too. They've had this technology, I'm sure, for many years. Well, Alan, expanding on all of this and looking at what the globalists uh, are up to, uh, clearly uh, they are approving things. They are rolling out GMO systems. And I've talked to the top scientists that were involved in developing many of these systems. They admit they don't even know how this stuff's going to mutate. Or are you yeah. saying that, 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 that this is a uh, split-off technological civilization and that they're more advanced than we know? Well, going back to big planners, people who took part in shaping the culture that we've lived through in our lifetime, who lived, who was born long before us, the, the Bertrand Russell. Bertrand Russell said eventually the elites will be almost like a separate species. Well, I think technically they are, because you see, they're given access to very high technologies and sciences, not the lower type that we're all used to, not the stuff that comes out in popular science. And uh, I think um, their whole ability to defeat virus and bacterium 
in the system uh, is using a, a different technology altogether. They're certainly not stuck on penicillin and, and so on uh, as we are. So they're not uh, bothered about that. They're immune. They're immune to most of these, these deadly diseases. And part of the the payoff they give the, the lackey politicians, the higher politicians, is to get in on inoculations of their family and themselves with the real stuff. The real stuff, that will, one shot probably will, will stop all bacterium from taking off in your system. Instead of going after individual bacterium, they'll take out, it'll kill every deadly type of bacterium before it starts to take off in your body. Uh, and so they've had this, this for an awful long time. Back in the 80s, for instance, in the U.S., Canada, and, and the British Commonwealth countries, the, the same year, I think it was 85, 86, uh, the governments suddenly just stated that uh, all politicians and families and the higher uh, bureaucrats of the country would be given access to full medical treatment in high, um, high technological um, military establishments. And I thought, well, why is that when they've got the best hospitals elsewhere for the public and all that? And I knew something was up then. And uh, I remember when different outbreaks hit Canada, um, the politicians, for instance, the, the flesh-eating bacterium suddenly hits uh, the, the country. And one of the politicians in the federal government came down with it. It transpired that he was given shots in his arm, uh, and in, in his leg, sorry, and that's where he got the flesh-eating bacteria. And the same article said his wife and daughter also had, had it a minor degree, and they both had it in their arm. So they were given shots against this stuff. The general public weren't. And you always find one person in maybe 10,000 who will get a, a live, a more live bacterium. And that's what he obviously got. By the way, Alan, we saw that two years ago uh, when it came out that Merkel and the government officials were being given a special, quote, clean vaccine. Then we learned in England and the U.S. they have special uh, medical divisions that serve them and they're yeah. given something else than us. So uh, that's clearly correct. this yeah. is going on. And also, too, remember when Lady Diana was on the go doing her partying across the world, uh, a reporter was allowed to follow her for two or three weeks, and he saw her lifestyle, and the, the promiscuity was incredible in that class of, of being. And um, he, he asked one question towards the last week, the last few days, and he said, uh, aren't any of you worried about getting AIDS or venereal disease? And he said there was a stunned silence. And they all looked at each other like he was crazy. Well, and I figured out, I said, it's because they've all got the real shots that stop all of that. They don't get these things like we do. <laughs> well, that's right. Science, and, 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 and more and more of this is being admitted, that there is a breakaway civilization under national security. And uh, now we know that you know it, it, it wasn't just... H.G. Wells, pre-1900, writing about atomic weapons. We now know there were books written in the 1850s about atomic weapons, and that it really wasn't just Max Planck in 1900 that developed the idea. And then we see the stealth helicopter with the fake bin Laden killing, crashing. Uh, they now admit they want the whole military to go drone and robot, show, and they'll have robots working on the drones and the robots where humans won't even be needed. That's why they call it the end of history, the end of humanity, why the future doesn't need us. Mm -hmm. That's correct. That's all part of that. And uh, uh, towards the end, all of the big writers, uh, from Charles Galton, Darwin, all the way down to the present time, uh, the United Nations talk about the, the need to rapidly, rapidly reduce the population. Rockefeller, in his last major world speech with the Lucky Gene Club, as they call it, 
uh, said the same thing. We, we need rapid depopulation. So this is the time now to start bringing out the, the killer bacterium, which will affect the general population. We've already had an outbreak in Ontario now. It's come supposedly from Pakistan. And it's not really a bacterium. Yeah, sure. Stay there. Stay there. We'll be right back. Meanwhile, the UN just got caught again shooting kids up with polio. Okay, Alan Watt is back with us. Got a better phone connection with him. Uh, Alan, looking at the current economic uh, implosion and what's happening right now, the IMF, the World Bank documents are on record. We told people decades ago that they would implode the world economy through derivatives when they got rid of Glass-Steagall, that they would then offer a new global government as the bank of the world as the solution. Uh, we've got more news reports where the federal government admits that the cap-and-trade is a carbon tax to shut down uh, our industrial operations. In fact, here it is, CNS News. Obama's commerce nominee, cap-and-trade good for hiding carbon taxes. And they go on to shut down industrial operations. See, people don't get this. The monopoly men want to shut down industrial operations. They want to make us dependent. They want to herd us into the cities. They don't want alternative energy. It's the opposite of that. But to control that movement, they then try to finance it with the tax incentives so they can direct it in the way they want. And now, debt fears. U.S. rating could be placed under review, warns Moody's. It was Standard & Poor's two months ago. That's two of the three rating agencies. Gives lawmakers until mid-July to show progress in talks. That means cutting the benefits, raising taxes, giving the bankers more, or they'll raise the debt level. The economic horror as data plunges. Jobless. Uh, increases. So I thought the economy was great, Alan. Where are they going? What do the globalists want to do? Well, they've said it many times, uh, even long ago. They said uh, there must never be another America across the world, and the best thing they could do was dismantle all the industry within America. That was all part of this big plan. And uh, this is the phase you're going through now. I've said for years that uh, as America which was the military machine to standardize the world for the big boys, when they were finishing off the, the last of their jobs, they'd pull the rug from under their feet at home. And that's what you're seeing now. And you're, you understand, too, nothing is debated uh, in front of the public. Nothing of any import is debated at all. Uh, it's done in very high meetings with uh, high-level bureaucrats from across the world signing agreements. Well, we got that and from the SPP and other documents that have been, uh, lawsuits have been filed to get them. Uh, they go into these North American Union EU meetings. The Fortune 100 is there, and they actually tell the leaders of the different federal departments what they're going to do, and they absolutely click their heels and, and follow it. Yes, they call the, the guys Sherpas. Sherpas are the bureaucrats who spend a year traveling across the world negotiating with other countries, uh, bureaucrats, and they draft up all the stuff that's signed at these G8 and G20 meetings, and uh, they're just going to have a big party at the G20 meetings and sign their names to the documents. When Rothschild came out in Britain and said that um, his, his family's private bank in Switzerland would handle all the carbon trade for the planet, uh, backed by Al Gore, of course, uh, then when, when you're making an announcement like that, they're not giving you a suggestion. They're telling you how it's going to be. This is a must-be, as they call it. It's not going to be debated through any Congress or Parliament. It's simply done. 
and and that's when when they go to some such work and spend years uh, setting the whole system up, they, they don't back off and say the public don't want it. We better give them public what they want. That doesn't happen. But there's no input at all in today's society of anything called democracy, unless you're an NGO funded by the foundations. So Australia, as you know, uh, is really almost a feminist government now, Fabian Socialist, and they're the first ones to go carbon neutral, as they call it. And But half the farmers now can't even plant on their lands because they're classified as carbon sinks. So you're still going to pay for the land. No one wants to buy it, so you've got to keep paying the taxes for it. And, and that's you stuck for life. There's no compensation. There's nothing. That's just to be the way across the whole world, except for a few countries that are favored countries. And we know the up-and-coming nations, Brazil, we've got Brazil, India, China is still classed, by the way, as an up-and-coming country, even though it's the manufacturer for the whole planet. Uh, they've got tax ex- exemptions. They have, uh, for all investments, by the way, 15 years free tax if you come in to, to build a factory there. And what they do is and they shut down all the western zones and then say no taxes basically to go to China or India. And then everything moves there because those countries are already under a tyranny. And it's meant to lower the standard of the rest of the globe. It's all on record. And when you mention, I have the newscast out of England and Australia, how good half the farmland is now off limits. You can't use it. And then they tell the farmers, but you've still got to pay the full tax on it. That's right. But then what they do is once they go bankrupt, the government buys it and then gives it to Fortune 500 and then removes the exemptions, just like Obama with the health care, giving over 2,000 waivers to his friends where they don't have to buy the health care, but you do. And General Electric is exempt from the carbon taxes. It's pure mafia evil, just total crime out in the open. You see, you've got to remember too, Alex, that we're, see, everything changed in the 70s when the Club of Rome, now the Club of Rome is a big premier think tank. Whatever they think about in their big think tanks becomes the way of the future and everyone listens to them. That's why they're paid to do what to do. And they're given the tasks of how to con the public under different guises. Global warming was one. They, they were the guys who dreamed up global warming. Yeah, let's break it down because you've got all the documents. We've covered it in Endgame. It's premeditated evil. They admit it is. Will the yuppies wake up? Never. They love being conned. They love being hurt. They love being schmucks. They love being scammed. We're on the march. The Empire's on the run. Alex Jones and the GCN Radio Network. money and resources who looked at past oligarchies who had been public and been overthrown and said, let's go behind the scenes, let's operate through stealth, let's buy off the universities, the publishing houses. And they all wrote books, you know, later um, that were basically just circulated amongst themselves bragging about this. In more modern times, Men in Power is a political retrospective, 1992, Helmut Schmidt, former German chancellor, admits the whole thing. Uh, Carol Quigley, Georgetown political science professor, Bill Clinton's mentor, allowed into the State Department's CIA archives to only print a thousand copies so that CIA and State Department folks could understand what they were doing. Well, how are we for communists, but we fund them? 
how are we against fascists, but we fund them? And he explains it all because, you know, their operatives have to understand. And then, of course, the plates got out. It got republished. People didn't care what he said. Then he died, and it's admittedly written by him. And, and you read it, and it's like you're reading what's happening today. And here's the deal. They believe the world belongs to them, just like our ancestors came to America. It's standard procedure, actually, and uh, said, well, let's just kill all the natives. Let's just kill them. Let's just take their land. It, it, it took about 100 years to really demonize them. At first, it didn't work like that. It was just people. But then other native groups would come say, help us wipe out this group. Oh, the natives were just as bad as the white people. It's humans, folks. Uh, and, but, but they, you know, there's British manuals that, uh, that are in the National Archives uh, for the French and Indian War about open the sores. Have the doctor or the surgeon, two different things, open the sores of your men that have the pustules uh, of the pox. Spread it liberally upon the blanket. Make sure that within one day it works best to deliver it to the Indians. Biological warfare. Uh, and, and, and so the globalist, I mean, look at every culture, the Israelites, you know, ordered, go in, kill everybody, take the land. Don't even keep their animals, kill their animals as well. Every culture, the Romans would go in, wipe out entire groups. This is standard procedure. Uh, but they're just getting us ready for that great point. Alan Watt, how close are we until the globalists go ahead and start really wiping folks out in mass? Or do they want to first dehumanize us and toy with us a bit more and, uh, just watch us die of the cancers and the diabetes and the and the GMO. Because in most of their documents, as you know, they talk about once the real planetary control system's in place, they want to go ahead and devastate a billion and then get everybody scared. We'll all run to their arms and keep us safe from the terrorists or keep us safe from the mutations. And they'll we'll take care of you, honey. And then and then they kill two billion and now we're down to six billion. Then they they wipe out another two billion. I mean they, I mean they. More and more, they're not just saying they want to kill 80% as the U.N. documents, and you know, that's a standard number. Now they're having debates about, should we kill all humans? Are humans uh, a, 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 a parasite disease? Alan Watt, what is their master plan? In like five minutes, what are they planning to do from your research? Well, first is touch on what they've already done. And since the 50s, they've given us the cancer vaccines. Uh, they've given us GMO food. Uh, we've had pesticides uh, from military-industrial waste put on as a fertilizer since World War II. Cancer is going to kill everybody that's alive today. Uh, so they have been killing us off on a, quite a, a, a good hop, actually, quite a good clip uh, since the 50s. And uh, But it's not enough. It's not fast enough now. Abortion, of course, is ratcheted up, too. I noticed even in today's paper... They say that the census in the U.S. says that uh, there are far fewer uh, births now in America than they ever had before, and that will get worse as the economy goes down the hill. So uh, they're getting what they want in the slow. That's right. The entire West is dying. Uh, Replacement rate of 1.3. For every two adults, 1.3. And, and of course, it will be impossible now to pay for the baby boomers. That was designed that way, so they're going to have to be killed. Yes, and what they've also said in in Britain and Canada and uh, the U.S. at the same time, by the way, because Harper did the same thing in Canada. He's trying to bring more young foreigners in to replace the people who are dying off, uh, healthy young people who can, again, pay off the national debt. That's the excuse for it. But uh, So they, they accomplish a whole bunch of things. They deculturalize the people but by bringing in the most diverse cultures en masse, large groups who will not assimilate because there's no time. And then you make them the cops and the CPS workers. I've had members of British Parliament on. Most of the CPS there are Eastern Europeans who came from Soviet terror, and they, and they can't speak English, and they take your kid and billy club you. I mean, it's just siege yeah. forces of foreigners, yes. 
Yes, and they've shown it. And Tony Blair's, uh, the, the, the assistant vice, uh, prime minister to Tony Blair came out and said that their orders were to, again, open the floodgates to immigration, again, from those diverse cultures, uh, to, to eradicate the last vestiges of British culture. It must be gone forever. So totally destroy the culture. The people who come in have no loyalty to the country. They, have, they don't know what democracy or republicanism even means, don't care to know. They're being well paid for taking over. Uh, but as I say, it's not fast enough a kill. The next part is the rapid uh, de-urbanization into the major cities. That, that All their major books have said this would be the final part. And then once in there, they'll have you on extreme rationing for food. The UN has said that too, by the way, when they set up the UN's Department of Agriculture. Yeah, food is a weapon. Henry Kissinger's Memorandum 200. Yep. Uh, the, the 96 UN food meeting Beijing. We will use it as a weapon. We're going to kill you. Post-industrial. We are murderers. But we're liberal, so it's cute and funny. That's right. And then, of course, once you're crammed together and you're on a poor diet, you're wide open to all infections, and then they will release the, the, the proper infections in the right places at the right time. And again, it'll be made to sound quite natural. Oh, it's just this and it's that by the media. It's, it's poor nutrition. Well, they're already pre-programming, uh, you call it predictive programming, all these shows on history, discovery, books, end caps at grocery stores, the world after man, the end of humanity, yeah. Earth is going to throw us off. Super plagues are coming because we're overpopulated. Then you have all the documents they're creating. And I mean, yeah. it's now been released that the uh, the mainline document here uh, that uh, openly the USDA is funding corn that sterilizes you, rice yeah. that sterilizes you. But then and I've got all the links up on Infowars.com. And then meanwhile, uh, the, 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 the ones they've already made do this, they're already doing it. They've been sterilizing us gradually from 1950 onwards via the, the polio vaccine and others as well. And as you say, I mean, Rockefeller's golden rice project for the third world countries, uh, that's, that's the side effect of it. It sterilizes the men. Uh, they've known that for years, and they promote that through the United Nations. So we're, we're really getting hit hard with it. Uh, they don't want us to live very long. And they've got their timetables, too. They want us to be vastly reduced by the year 2030. And then between 30 and 50, uh, they'll bring in their new super city states across the world. The end of nations, just a few uh, very high-tech super cities where those who are deemed worthy to come through will live, uh, who will be very valuable to their system or their city-state, uh, scientific elite, technocrats, that kind of thing. But they don't need the old type uh, manual labor, the semi-skilled workers. And they don't need uh, us for the wars then. You yeah. just hit on something key, and I want to expand on that. If you actually read their documents, as you've done, but for folks that want to go look into this, they have ten regions, but they destroy the nation state. They want it all weak with just global corporate rules within heavily armed city states with their own private uh, mercenary military. So they're actually going back to the feudal system. It's not really one big loving globe. It's yeah. city states together waging war against the barbarian populations as they see us. Basically, it's the elite telling us through the Sean Connery film, Zardoz. That's right. Zardoz was a great wake up, uh, and most folk missed what, what it meant. Uh, but it was the whole eugenics plan right there. Uh, and again, a super elite who would come through and live in a, a big uh, shielded bubble type city, uh, force fields, uh, live forever. Because uh, David Suzuki in Canada said a few years ago on CBC television, 
Yeah, he said, now we can make a person live for 500 years if we so wish. And he, he's a geneticist as well, uh, as a human hater. Oh, yeah, they've but, already uh, found all the gene triggers. They're not giving it to us. They could give us extended life. Uh, we could have off-world off, off colonies, but we don't get any of that. We get to be exterminated like cockroaches, yeah. and these people get to go onto the stars, and the yuppies love it. Yes, and, and also, I mean, I've read the, the, the articles and, and, and the books by the people, people like Charles Galton, Darwin, and, and they truly believe in Darwinism. They believe, and they, get, they always give you the same analogies of, of the, the bacteria working on the soil, in comes a, a fungus after that and dies away, preparing the soil for the acorn to grow. What they're saying is, you see, we, the, the working type people, the average people in the middle classes, are all preparing the soil for them, for the oak tree to go on into the future. We're the cocoon, and, and yeah. that's what all their writers and, and, and culture makers, like Arthur C. Clarke, tell us. On the mission, we're going to have to decide who's purified. And, yes, the elite's going to have to fight the computer, their own creation as well, to decide who is reborn into the Luciferian Superman. Yes. And, and also, too, they're quite, uh, they've, they've been testing clones for many, many years in secret bases and islands, too, of course, offshore. And uh, they, they, they can literally create their new types of uh, slaves, exactly like uh, Huxley said in Brave New World. Uh, and so they have no problem about that. They will probably have now. Washington Post seven years ago had a little footnote about Argentina with part human, part chimpanzees in U.S. government labs, but you're not allowed to see them. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, so, so they're they're all set to do that. So all, our only function right now is to pay taxes, provide the troops for for finishing off the countries that won't go under and join the system. And that's it. Our job is literally done. They've, they've taken away the industry. They don't need us anymore. And they're already, again, as you well know, they're, they're putting in the rewilding projects. They're putting in uh, uh, pumas into Florida and stuff like this. And they write they're, books. Uh, I mean, take Bill Joy, co-owner of Sun Microsystems. He writes in 99, April issue Wired Magazine. He said, I went to him in a meeting, 200 computer company owners, and we talked about do we kill everybody? And he wrote an article saying we're discussing and we're going to entertain you and let you hurt the earth or we're going to kill you. And the decision is kill you. And, yes. and the yuppies are like, oh, that's good. You, you know what I like? I like how the yuppies all say, yeah, well, there are too many people. Like they're part of the elite, Alan. Like, like they're well, not again, being they've watched so many science fiction movies down through their lifetime that they really do believe, yeah, I know all this stuff, therefore I, I'm somehow in, in the right club. No, knowing about it doesn't mean you're in the right club at all. Uh, these guys know who they want. They picked, they selected the families many years ago who will come through this, and they don't need the rest of us at all. We're, we're expendable, completely expendable. Yeah. And you know, my dad was approached uh, because he was top of his class by UT when he was a junior in high school. They took uh, 160 of them in there, and then they took a few of the smartest. I think he said six of them aside, and openly said. We're setting up world government. Eugenics is good. Hitler had the wrong idea. He only went after uh, certain groups. We're going after everybody. And my dad was creeped out by it uh, and, and, you know, uh, got out of the program. But, but that, that goes on at every university. And they just go around picking through the people they want to be their minions. And all the rest of us are, are, are scheduled to be killed. Yes. And, and again, Bertrand Russell did a very good article on that. He said that... Uh, it says we, we give scholarships to the brighter ones. We bring them into the Ivy League universities. And if, if they fulfill certain conditions, like giving up their family, forgetting their family, forgetting their past, 
and, and joining the club, then they would be very useful. He said if they will not give up their families, if they still uh, want to uh, be attached to the lower class they came from, uh, then we must get rid of them. And he said those who, who are very intelligent and who will not join us uh, are, are a problem. Therefore, they must be eradicated or eliminated. Yeah. And that's why the police openly are taught the, the founding fathers are bad, liberty is bad, and they won't hire police with over 100 IQ. That's now confirmed. Anyone today, Alex, anyone who has an ability to communicate what is happening to the public, uh, we're down on every single list for first collection when it comes along. We're all down on, on the list. They all have them. Yeah, all countries have them. Yeah. And through compartmentalization, they take... The, the funny thing is we're trying to save the dumbed-down, brutish people, uh, and, 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 but they are the attack dogs of the people that are soft-killing them. Mm-hmm. And they love it. Most people will never believe that other human beings cold-bloodedly sit down at tables and draft up plans on how to kill them. They cannot believe that. They think that's something from the past, some ancient past somewhere. Uh, they think that Hitler or Stalin was an, were, were, were aberrants. Uh, they don't realize, no, that the, the, the real aberrants are picked on, on every generation to work in the big think tanks and, and for government uh, to work on these very pro, uh, uh, program, uh, problems. And they're just like farmers. They look at the farm, and if the, if the, if the cattle aren't producing, they, they don't keep, you don't keep feeding them like pets. You kill them. You cull them off. And, and literally, that's how they describe the public. They're, they're the farmers, we're the cattle, and we're not producing. There's no more uh, purpose for us. Uh, we're eating the grass up. And this is their philosophy, thousands yeah. of books, statements, all admitted, all out in the open. Rockefeller Foundation about how they're going to sterilize us, 1966, all being done, all happening. But the average cop listening says, I don't care. I decide yeah. to not believe this. I like my petty power. Alex Jones is bad. Alan Watt is bad. He's saying my government isn't good. And, and for that petty power, they will sell themselves and their whole family right into death. But then they're not the bad guys compared to the yuppies. Yeah. And you also have a generation who've been purposely bred, I mean bred and raised, uh, on video games, kill, 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 who wins, the guys with the black uniforms, I want power, I don't want to be on the losing side. And that's, that's a generation that's grown up now who wear the uniforms. Uh, they're perfect for this, perf- this time in history. They're, they're bred and, 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 and created for this time in history. And when their job is over and there's nobody to beat up and put in prison, then they're disposed of too. Well, that's why in all the really internal uh, Pentagon documents and FBI documents, it's the, it's the veterans uh, that they hate the most because, oh, that's a that's a killing machine that we've statistically noticed after 30 tends to wake up to what happened as they become more mature. We've got to we've got to uh, focus on them. We've got to bring them into our VAs. We've got to shoot them up. That's why they all use delay kill weapons on them like DU and things that are perfect yeah. to kill you 10, 20 years after you get out. It's all been actuaried. It's all been figured out perfectly. Yeah, after the Vietnam War, the, the, the U.S. did... Uh put out some drafts about that thing where they're afraid that these guys, now that they're fully trained in armaments and warfare, they might turn on the government. So you've noticed since about 1980 onwards, they started to experiment with these drugs on all the troops across all of the countries, by the way, for NATO. 
uh, and give them drugs which makes them hallucinate. Uh, they have flashbacks. They, they go berserk when they come back home and drive cars into recruiting offices. So they give them pills where they, quote, don't remember the bad memories. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, and please continue. Yes, and, and lots of them are physically wrecked by the injections they get. They become crippled with, with all kinds of uh, uh, really old-age diseases. They come down quickly with, with uh, uh, osteoarthritis and things like this. But as long as the globalists run TV ads with jingoistic how much we love the troops and if they're on the airplane, the pilot says, thank the troops that are on board, not let's not steal their pension funds, let's not inject them with cancer viruses. It's as long as we tell them we care about them. Uh, yeah. Again, it, it's, it's perception is reality. See, everything's run like a big, a big uh, assembly line, really, and uh, uh, all they have to get out of the troops is maybe two to four years. That's all they need them for, and there's always a fresh bunch of unemployed to, to, to take their place, and it's an ongoing thing because really we're we're self-sustaining basically uh, as a, a population. And they want insecure, poor people who feel like they were nothing. They take them, sleep deprived. Uh, shave their heads, classic cult brainwashing, and they tell them, you're now built back up. You now serve the system. You live forever. But really, the system sees them as a worthless animal, as Henry Kissinger told them. Are yeah, you animals? He, he, Henry Kissinger you actually will said to look it. at the enemy program and understand who they are and join the republic and defeat the globalist, or will you serve your own destruction? Crashing through the lies and disinformation. It's Alex Jones, only on the GCN Radio Network. I really love the banter back and forth with Alan Watt because it really illustrates how serious all this is. We're going five minutes into overdrive the next hour. It, it, it's very frustrating and, and, and painful, though, to study this all the time, to know how real it is, to read the books they write about how we're scum and they're going to win and it's a total revolution. They've taken their time. They, you know, it's, They're so dedicated. They're so hateful towards humanity. They hate each other as well. Uh, and it's because the gullibility of good people has allowed this to happen. And now it's all coming to a head, but a lot of positive things are happening in the awakening as well. Alan, in all the news you've been seeing lately, uh, what strikes you as uh, most important, you know, in the current uh, diversions that are going on? The attempt to start war with Pakistan and China, or where do you see all this going? They're already at war with Pakistan. They've been giving them polio vaccines now that are giving the Pakistanis polio. That's out in today's news. And uh, through the World Health Organization, which is used as warfare purposes too. That's what the UN is, in fact. It's a one big war machine. Yeah. And also, and at least the Pakistanis are waking up. What I see now, though, is that uh, the big banks who own all the big multinational corporations that are going not only into big bombs and so on and drones, they're also going into all your surveillance. They own all your surveillance systems. They're now giving over, but it's an article here, but from... Um, uh, the, the, the Scotland uh, Herald, the newspaper, they're, they're privatizing the British military's uh, nuclear arms industry. Uh, that all the bases with nuclear armaments are being given over to Lockheed Martin, a private company. So this is the start now of the takeover of the, the same big bunch, the, the private consortiums taking over literally all of your armaments and running the bases. Uh, they're the bosses over the mili- over the, the governmental mil- military. 
that's happened already. So that's been agreed in Britain to give it over lock, stock and barrel. Nuclear submarines, all the Trident missiles, everything to Lockheed Martin to run all these bases. So we're, we're, seeing, we're seeing it going exactly the same way as Quigley said, a new feudal system, and the CEOs of the corporations are the new feudal overlords. You know. Uh, so. By the way, I've got the natural news report. They've got links to UNICEF admitting it. 78% of Pakistani children with polio were given polio vaccines. And we saw that the last, well, really 50 years in a row. But every year, it's little AP, CBS News articles. We put them up last year. Oh, the UN accidentally gave weaponized polio orally or by shot to kids in Brazil. Kids in South Africa, kids Nigeria, in Pakistan, too. it's an accident. Oh. The ones they gave them in Nigeria, uh, the World Health Organization, was the oral vaccine. And uh, it's a live vaccine, uh, polio, and they ended up giving them a new strain of polio to which there's no treatment at all. So they're being killed off, and that's, again, what Kissinger said. He said... Uh, and they do the open and they get caught over and over again yes but, but somebody kidnaps one kid the police are on the news everybody's freaking yeah. out fox yeah. news the government cares about you this one child meanwhile they're murdering people in mass giant child kidnapping rings killing whoever they want uh, spiking over 100 million americans the cdc admits died from cancers viruses uh, sv40 in the flu uh, in the polio i mean it's all admitted these but people won't wake up to the murdering going on they can't believe it. They cannot believe because they watch TV and their comedy shows and the familiar faces and uh, their favorite newscasters. They can't believe that human beings uh, are uh, that, that there are. They cannot believe there are human beings completely different from themselves who run the world. They cannot believe it that that, that, that monsters could do this. Therefore, they don't want to believe it and they choose not to. Yeah, well, there you go. Uh, I was even unaware of the latest Pakistan round. Uh, for what, four or five years they've been there injecting them with live polio. Yeah. And, and, and then Pakistan's government's paid off. They let uh, the U.N. in to continue it. And, and the U.N.'s been caught injecting kids with HIV. Uh, they've been caught. I mean, <laughs> but again, they're the U.N. Miss America likes them, so it's okay. That's I mean, right. come on. Paralyzing and killing kids is loving. Come on. Coast to coast. Direct from Austin, you're listening to the Alex Jones Broadcasting Network. Network. All right, final five minutes. we got to have Alan Watt back for a full hour, maybe even longer, very soon. Because I just, he's so spot on with his analysis. Cuttingthematrix.com is his powerful uh, website. Uh, a lot of great audios up there. Uh, his books, uh, DVDs, it's, it's all absolutely vital. Uh, but uh, just a short example here. With my firstborn eight years ago, we, we, we searched, you know, Googled uh, mainline pediatricians that won't push vaccines on you. And we found one of the biggest ones in Westlake. And I went there, and the guy had a couple doctors under him. He's since retired. And after my second child was born, I'd known him a few years, you know, taking him to the doctor for the yearly checkup and not taking shots. He goes, listen, Alex, I don't tell anybody I told you this. Don't use my name. But, you know, doctors are supposed to volunteer once a year. And I do that for city clinics. We're giving the 1970s oral polio vaccine that's illegal to give in the U.S. But we were ordered to do it to the minority kids that has the live SV40. Well, I mean, that's ongoing. In fact, it isn't the old vaccine. They make new. It's it's done on purpose. 
And as you know, Alan, it, it embeds itself in the, in, the, in the cell walls. It triggers when hormones drop, generally at about 55. So it's you're done working, now here's your cancer. And even if it doesn't kill you, you spend all your savings to them. And we know the Rockefellers 80 years ago pioneered cancer research. But, but the issue here is here's all the you know, mainstream admissions that, that – that, uh, and this natural news article, they have nine different links to mainstream news admitting that the U.N. is giving the kids polio. I mean, these are murdering eugenics killers on purpose. And how do you warn the public about this? It's so difficult because it's such a massive campaign on television all the time, I, I, even through fiction as well and, and dramas and movies of how wonderful doctors and hospitals are. That's our impression. Same as cops and detectives and so on. It's all propaganda. So it's very hard to get through to them. Uh, they, they, they don't want, again, they cannot believe. Uh, and that's a domesticated public. They're domesticated. They believe what they're told uh, because they believe that there are superior intelligent beings living above them who take care of all the big problems. That's what socialism really is. And they've all been socialized into this system. Uh, so they cannot believe that experts would ever do anything deliberately to harm them. And so they'll eat, eat anything that comes on the shelves, any kind of candy. They, they never read it. Oh, they never give us that if it harmed us. It's the same with the cell phones, too. They'd never give that to us if it harmed us. And and that's how domesticated the public generally are. They can't think for themselves. And now they're telling so, us, oh, we knew 30 years ago it increased all these rare brain tumors that are now common, and we're now putting all this wireless microwave in everywhere, and it's going to kill you, but we told you so. Yeah, and, and, and uh, you have to think for yourself. You have to be an individual. If you cannot be an individual, then what, what are you? You're, you're part of the common herd. And the common herd are domesticated and socialized, and they believe experts. Here's my final question, Alan. we got to have you back soon. Why do these social engineers have a universal rule that they've got to tell you what they're going to do to you before they do it? Because it's legality. Uh, everything that they admit to you uh, is, is a legality. It's your choice whether you, you, you take their, uh, heed the warning or not. And literally, they want you to consent to your own death or destruction or, or, or injury, whatever it may be. They want your consent to it. Consent is a legality in the law. Even silence is consent in, by law. So they're telling you, uh, and if you're one of the wise ones, you'll take the heed. Uh, take the hint and, and do the right thing and, and not take this or that or the other. So that's how they like it to be. Uh, they don't like future historians to say, we forced people to do this. Uh, they like to write it away. People were warned, but they decided to, and this is what happened to them. Millions died or millions yeah, came down. Every with, culture you know. has the same parable to describe reality through fiction that the vampire, whether it was the Latin Americans or the Greeks or the Japanese with the vampire – that the vampire has to tell you he's coming and has to trick you to give him entrance into your home. Yeah. yeah everything is contractual, really. And uh, uh, you, you, you sign a contract or, or by a silent agreement, yeah, that's the same as signing uh, a contract to go along with something. Voting, voting is a contract to allow uh, tyrants to do whatever they want with you. Cutting through the matrix.com, our site's infowars.com. Alan, we'll have you back very soon. Thanks for spending time with us. 